This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. The Denver Sports Podcast coming to you live from the DMVR bar where... For the next month plus, we are all in on the Women's World Cup. That's Watch right. parties for all the U.S. games. And just uh, generally hyped. That Canada-Nigeria game was dope last night. Amazing. Your Switzerland bet to uh, make it through in the group over Norway. Already looking great, Mitch. Yep. That's right. I am Andre Simone, your host on this beautiful Friday in the Mile High City Joined by my burgundy boys, my soccer heads, our Ball guys noise. from DMVR Rapids, super producer Yahir Vasquez. Yaya, how are you doing? You getting the tweets out? Yeah, I am actually getting the tweets okay, out because I was looking at other stuff that I shouldn't have been doing. Good. No working allowed <laughs> during but this podcast. Get the tweet only. out and that's it. I am doing fine. Bye. I think this is the first time we actually pot together. The only time we, we actually were on studio together was for the watch-alongs. For the last World Cup. The last World Cup, the men, some epic watch-alongs there. I feel like we've been on a pod before. I don't think so. We've been on remote pods, that's for yeah. sure. We'll leave this debate up to DMVR historians out there. Give us your answer. I'm sure you can find a pod where I'm on there with Yaya. To my right, Mitchell Carroll, uh, a legend today on a true... <laughs> podcasting marathon and here to talk what you know best some footy we talked football we did and now we're talking football we just love ball real heads know real heads <laughs> do know and we're talking football of uh of all kinds that's right meaning women's international club oh, club yeah. international club oh, locally yeah. Oh, yeah. Clubs we hope will come to Colorado. Oh, yeah. We've got you covered. It's uh, all things football, but not American football today. What a time to be alive. What a time <laughs> to be alive. And our resident soccer vibes expert, also our women's soccer guy, Dwayne Brown, downtown Dwayne Brown, oh, of course, man. from DMVR Rapids and all the beautiful designs and logos you see on all our channels. Dwayner, how are you feeling? I'm feeling so good. I, what a week for soccer fans. Like, my daughter, brand new bracelets made me for USA tonight. Go, um, Penny. We are ready for the match downstairs, get to the bar. Um, Leagues Cup coming up. So, yeah. You've got World Cup, you've got Leagues Cup, you've got US Women's National Team, Colorado Rapids. Man, MLS, everything is happening this weekend. Get to the bar. It's going to be so much fun. And uh, Yeah, it's going to be yeah, awesome. We're going to talk about all that stuff, too, right now. Yeah, some the Rapids working with us to do it all, some Rapids players in attendance. Uh, it's going to be awesome, man. We've got some scarves we're giving out, other cool giveaways. But it's all about the team, this legendary women's national team, 
on this incredible journey after a 16-year drought, winning back-to-back World Cups. 14 World Cup rookies in this one. And we are all very excited, especially for some of the local products that are featured in this one. Dwayne, for you, would it be would going three in a row, something that's never been done, men or women, in World Cup history? Huge achievement. Would that be bigger? Would this be the biggest of the potential three-peat wins? Or does the number one in your heart remain the first one of the cycle that was the first after a 16-year drought? Oof. Or maybe well, number I mean, two. I think emotionally maybe it's probably the, the first win because it's it's so new and such a huge thing to celebrate. That probably hits home a little harder, I would think. Um, but we're also so used to women's national team being so good that it's almost expected this time, you know? Yeah. Um, though, you know, and we'll, we'll get into it, you know, the gap is closer now. It will be more of a challenge this year. Um, but it almost, you know, we, you know what you have with the women's team. They're so good. Uh, there's high expectations every time now they, they take the pitch. Um, so it's probably that first one just because emotions were so high and there was so much to celebrate. And now it's just like a, yes, we, we broke history. We did it. Like everybody else has won. What that has won has had that first time winning right but nobody's done this so this is awesome too like sign me up for that like i want the great like we've we've seen two different cycles of the u.s women's national team dominate right we've never seen any team dominate in this sport like they can with a win here and to me that that beats breaking the 16-year drought that beats the repeat Putting your name as, you know, on the the pinnacle of the sport, to me, means more than anything. Like, this is, it's bigger than any one player's run into this, whether it's, you know, a legend like Rapino going out with a win. More than anything, it's, this is something that's never been done. And you think of some of the great men's and women's teams throughout history, you know, and it's, it's, it would be... It would be truly one of the greatest sporting achievements we've seen as just sports fans, not just soccer fans. Like this is something that is is truly going to be one of the greatest accomplishments we've ever seen. It's legendary status. Yes. Yeah. A thousand percent. I mean, those are the stakes in this and yeah, yeah. It is a much deeper field. I mean, there's like five legit contenders, including the two host countries, New Zealand in Australia, but Sweden, Norway are always going to be tough. I mean, even though they, they drew last night against Nigeria, Canada's always good. Spain and France getting some real hype. I mean, the rise of women's soccer in the international game has been huge over the last four years. It is. And it's not like in 90, what was it, 1990 when it was here in the U.S. And it was like this great big thing and everybody was like really excited. And it was just like a lot of kind of amateur players reaching that professional level. Now you have professional leagues all over the world right. that are pushing women's teams. Yes. There's players like Sam Kerr that's wide known around the world. She's on the level of maybe like a Neymar of people actually knowing her name. 
And that sort of level of competition is all gathered in this kind of tournament where you're getting like the Francis, the Netherlands, even Japan was like a powerhouse for so long and was the only person really putting up a fight against the US for a long time. But now it's like, no, like the Netherlands is right on their heels. Here in CONCACAF, you have Canada right on their heels. And me as a Mexico fan, like even Mexico is like giving the US a fight now. Mm -hmm. Even though they didn't qualify, like there's just so much more. And now you have Australia who won the game without Sam Kerr, and that just goes to show how deep this field is all across the board. Thousand percent, man. I mean, even that Nigeria game, yes, like going into it, I kind of expect Canada to take care of business. They get that penalty, awesome save, but still like hard fought, and they're talking about, oh yeah, Nigeria is the best player from the Italian league who plays for Juventus. Like, we didn't have the NWSL. We didn't have all these top European teams with their women counterparts last World Cup. And it's just awesome to see. 2019 and 2023 is just an insane boom in women's soccer. Insane. Because you have like Alex Greenwood out in England that's become an icon in that country. And people know her all over the place. You come to the U.S. and you have people like Sophia Smith. You have um, Maine Rapno that are just icons. I don't think there's been in the U.S. I don't think there's been a bigger influence in any other sport than this WSNT team. Oh, yeah. There's been no other play, any other team that's impacted a sport more, in my opinion. So, I mean, it's it's like the U.S. dream team from the yes. '90s and the expansion of basketball yep. globally. From seeing those NBA superstars all play together in the it's that level of impact. And I mean, Yaya just charted it for us, like direct impact in the growth of the sport, and especially what these superstars for the U.S. have meant to the future of the sport um, and, and that growth you're seeing, man. It's just been awesome to watch. Well, not just that, but seeing the growth. I mean, it's going to take seeing the growth for this team to 3 P. right? There are 21-year-old, 22-year-old, 23-year-old World Cup rookies yeah. that need to have a good tournament, right. not just need to show up, do your job, fill in the gaps. Like, you are relying on the Sophia Smiths, the Trinity Rodmans. Like, you need these young players who who have watched this team for the last 11, 12 years, you know, like, who studied the Alex Morgans and the Rapinos and the Christian Press and all these players that are legends to us, right? And now all of a sudden Absolutely. it's like, oh, so so you see all this influence that we've done? Now you guys have to help us three-peat. Yeah. Yeah, there's, no pressure. There's a <laughs> proof of concept needed here, Dwayne, where you need to show the growth on the field because you're really relying on these 14 newcomers to this, you know, to the World Cup for the U.S. to really, I mean, bring it home and what would be a historic third and what will be probably the hardest title to achieve because of how much the rest of the world has raised their, raised their level. For sure. Gap is closing. And that's awesome for women's soccer. Yeah. There, there's no better outcome than this being so difficult for the U.S. this year. It's a great thing. It's going to be a great competition. I'm so hyped to watch it with all of you guys. Yeah. Real quick. So we all know it's Megan Rapinoe's last World Cup. Yes. She's retiring after this. Legend of the sport, male or female. She's going to have a... She's probably one of the goats who ever walked the earth. Do you guys see any parallels with her and Messi winning this last World Cup. If she does it, she does something historic, went to the 3 P. 
Messi, when he won it this December, this past December, had a bunch of young guys that were winning it, not just for their country, but for Messi. You kept asking it, why do you want to win this? And everyone said, we want it for Messi. We want to give Messi this World Cup. Do you think there's any of that with these young stars like Sophia Smith, Trinity Rodman, Ashley Sanchez that are doing it? I want to do it for Rapino because this is her last one. I think there's some of that. And I mean, I've seen some in it interviews with pino talking about how she is that like vocal leader and that's the role she's playing and i know i mean what she is in that sport it's impossible not to look up to her <laughs> it's impossible to not be driven by wanting to do this uh for her as well but i do think this team is like there's a greater like we're the us yeah this is the standard that's been set this is what's expected of us we have worked so hard to just make this team we're not going to let it fall on our shoulders and be the team that didn't bring home you right. know, the silverware. And and when you look at Rapino and you talk about setting that standard, it's not just on the field. I mean, she led the fight for the fair pay for the women's team and the mm-hmm. men's team. Um, she is an LGBT icon right, with her and Sue Bird, also a legend. Um, and you just, you know, it's she means so much culturally, right? You talk about soccer culture in the United States is something that needs to be developed and, and built. And you see Messi coming in, but really she has been the flag bearer for soccer culture in the U S. Um, and so to be able to send her out on a high note, like Yaya was saying, I think, I do think Sophia Smith, Lindsay Horan, these younger stars who are now filling roles, right? You don't have Mal Pugh there, but you know, she's another one who wants to help continue the legacy of Rapino and, and to start that with three Pete is pretty sweet, right? Yeah. To have that be, what starts this new generation was three-peating is so cool. I mean, again, if it happens. Absolutely. I want to get into more of the players we're excited about. Love that we're talking about Pino. Some of the other teams to watch in this competition and just other stuff that we're all excited about happening in American soccer across our region. You mentioned Messi. Yeah, yeah. Soon enough. Soon enough. It's coming It's been a crazy summer, guys. It has been insane. Just going to the grocery store has been tough. I end up eating out and just eating garbage uh, because it's something fast. It's something cheap. It's just been really hard to keep up. And that's why I'm so excited for this new partner, Factor Meal Kit. Never frozen. America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Factor's fresh. Never frozen meals. As I said, if you want to microwave them, they're ready in just two minutes. You can put them in the oven. They come pre-made. These are some great gourmet dishes. Options like bruschetta shrimp risotto, green goddess chicken, and grilled steakhouse filet mignon ready again in just two minutes. If you go with the microwave route right there at your door when you are just too busy to go they can fulfill diet dietary restrictions um you know calorie smart meals with around 500 or 50 less servings uh obviously they're gonna be able to cater to keto uh vegan veggie protein plus any kind of specifications you need hank was uh shocked yesterday on the broncos show (laughs) while we were reading this and he was realizing they can give you breakfast options they've got smoothies They have all sorts of awesome stuff, perfect for the professional on the go who just needs something good 
healthy, made with genuine ingredients, never frozen, and doesn't have to go through all the hassles of cooking, all the hassles of going to the store, all the hassles of simply thinking, what am I going to eat tonight and making a good decision for yourself? Head to Factors Meal Meals, factormeals.com slash let's use that code DMVR50. That's code DMVR50 to get 50% off. That's code DMVR50 at factormeals.com slash DMVR50 to get 50% off. They're already amazingly priced meal kits and uh, really jump in on a deal. Boys, historic stuff as always in uh, in our town, in Denver sports. And in your sport, we have League's Cup coming to yeah. Denver at the end of July. You guys want to give us a quick smidge explanation on a game time read of what League's Cup is? Like a, a quick elevator pitch? League's Cup. Um, group Mid-season stage tournament. into knockout tournament featuring both Liga and Mekis teams from Mexico and uh, the MLS sides. Every team is in the competition. That's why you have three teams in every group. Generally, it's two U.S. teams, one Mexican team. Um, there's one group with where it's the opposite, um, and it's sorted regionally, um, at least the U.S. teams, and then they place the Mexican teams into those spots. Um, it's great. It's going to be lots of fun. Yes. Pids host Toluca FC Yaya on July 31st. That's our game time game of the week. Of course, when you sign up and use code DMVR, you're going to get $20 off at sign up. Boom. Right off the bat when you download that game time app and get that. They specialize in last minute tickets, great prices, and amazing customer service. They will match your lowest ticket price. You just hit them up in the app. Amazing customer service. I'm hoping, Yaya, we get kind of one of those old school mile high atmospheres where the crowd feels oh. more international, feels more lit. That. There's going to be smoke. There's going to be rowdiness. If you, I will say. I'm if excited, you're go, If man. you're going, you're going to experience one of the best atmospheres in all of soccer because Toluca brings that every time. They're called the Red Devils. They're the man you basically of Mexico without the same history, but it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of good players. Some Mexican legends are going to that I love to death, and I'm going to be so excited for that. I mean, be part of Denver sports history and the first League's Cup game hosted in our city at game time, where right now you can find the cheapest tickets for $52. Snag the tickets without the stress at game time. Sign up using that code DMVR. For $20 off your first purchase. Boom. All right, boys. Got some incredible Colorado athletes on this USA team. So you can talk about Lindsey Smith. Uh, Lindsey Horan, I'm sorry. Captain. Um, Captain. Number 10. Golden legend. Yeah, golden Colorado legend. Greatest Um, city on the planet. Damn straight. Get get it right. (laughs) Um, We can talk about Sophie Smith. Windsor's own or you can talk any of the other players you are excited about in this competition but we've talked about the team who are the ladies you are tuning in to watch throughout this competition yeah Mitch you start us off uh 
Well, there's one player that I am just fully (laughs) 1,000% in on. Riding four. Trinity Rodman. That's right. Dennis Rodman's daughter. Yes. She is a beast. I sprinkled some money for her to lead the U.S. in scoring. I've sprinkled some money on her to lead the tournament in scoring. It's true. She's not necessarily going to start all that much. She might. They have she so might. many options up top. She might. But she's also one of those ones, especially when you see a team like Vietnam, who can come in for 20, 30 minutes at the end and score a few. You know what I mean? She is dynamic. There are very few that can keep up with her in this tournament defensively. Um I mean, like Dennis. She's like just she's intense. so exciting. It's intense. so intense. She it's full tilt every time the runs are are just she's unreal. She's so fun to watch. And I'm just I I can't be more in on a player than I am on Trinity Robin. She, she had that um baller swagger. Oh, <laughs> that she really does. She like, just knows she's better. Yeah, For like sure, she has man. that swagger. She carries herself with that. She's twenty one and she's already the highest paid player in maybe like the third best league in the world women's league in the world and the nwso which is insane to me like at 21 you're already getting paid the most money and keep in mind in the league that has some of the best players in the world right right and you're already getting you're the highest paid player in that league i mean incredible and like you if you hear interviews with her like amazing personality as well she's just like a ball of energy and that swagger you're describing is one of the things that i love so much of this younger generation of women on this team is they just know it, man. Yeah. They just know it and they own it. Yaya, who are you excited to see this tournament? You've already spat out some great names. One that I, I think is going to surprise a lot of people is uh, Ashley Sanchez. She's going to be taking over Rose because Rose is dealing with that injury. Yeah. Oh. She's going to be take So Sucks. Ashley also has that connection with Trinity Rodman. They have the most goal connections in the NWSL last year. They played together in the spirit. If you see Trinity, you're going to see Ashley, and she's going to be an sister. So she's going to be controlling that midfield along with Horan. So I think that's going to be a player that's going to surprise a lot of people. And I'm all in on her. Pulling the strings. I love that. Dwayne, you going old grizzled vet? Are you going new? No, I'm going new. I I mean, there is a vet that I I know and love that that, uh, Yaya just mentioned, which is I'm a huge Rose fan. She'll, um, she'll get some run hopefully yeah, by she'll, the end she'll of get, yeah. she'll get some minutes for sure so rose always, lavelle we should say yeah, yeah rose, rose lavelle is uh, tuned in i just as a as a player as an athlete i love to watch her but i also love her off the pitch um she's fun quirky goofy she has an awesome dog <laughs> uh you know and and her dog is almost as famous with the fans as she is and she's just so much fun so i'm excited she's part of the team um but the new player um that i'm excited about is colorado's own sophia smith yes she, yes i th- this is where i would say i i i think that she's going to be the one who's going to score the most goals she's from um, she's from windsor windsor home yep. of the future legends complex and what do you know she might be a future legend well, yeah, you see what I did there. That's where Hailstorm plays. It's lining up, she's it's a future legend. Be a new, I agree with Dwayne. New squad playing. She's there very as well. exciting. Uh, she's so much fun to watch. I mean, she is just like Rodman. She has that intensity, and, and you just you get the sense when she is charging down 
that she is fine running through other people and destroying them, you know, <laughs> to get there. But she's got the ball skills to not have to do that. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. she's she's great on the ball and, and able to just weave in and out and and get to the goal. And I just think she's just freaking exciting. She's so much fun to watch. Uh, I can't wait to see what she does tonight. Yeah, featured on all the Nike commercials, um, an absolute betting favorite to be one of the leaders and goals scored this entire mm -hmm. competition. And yeah, Windsor's own, um, cooking up some interesting stuff up there in Northern Colorado, the, just in general. Yeah, the other thing about Sophia Smith, I think Nike, and I'm not a big corporation guy, but Nike has done a great job of promoting the her. The commercials are awesome. That commercial where she's haunting that player, <laughs> yes. and yes. she shows Aren't up incredible. in every corner, yes. and then at the end when they're walking down the tunnel, yes. one of my all-time favorite Nike commercials, yeah. and yeah. they have bangers. It really is great. Um, yeah, I'm just so excited. You know, Dabinha for Brazil is going to be fun to watch, though. I think Brazil is going to be more of a defensive-heavy um, squad. Uh, I'm really excited about Smith. I'm really excited to see Lindsey Horan mm -hmm. in this um you know like this role i remember reading about Lindsay in 2017 18 19 as like a colorado high schooler who was leaving to go play at lyon to get experience in the champions league and she was like seen as the next one up like so much of this world cup so many of the stars she's dealing with some injuries but should be playing right and should be a hundred percent so that's going to be really exciting because it is a bit of a generational change in midfield. Not just that. Do you know who we haven't mentioned yet? I mean, lots of players. We haven't mentioned <laughs> Alex Effing Morgan. Yet. I know. The co-captain <laughs> like, of this whole team. Just I mean. one of the best goal scorers we've ever seen in the women's game uh, with one of the most iconic goal celebrations of all time with the teacup. Yep, yep. Right. Which the Brits I hear are salty about, so expect that to be a thing. Good. I'm hyped for that. <laughs> and I, it's just so crazy that we've talked now for I don't know what are we at almost half an hour, and literally Alex Morgan has not come up in this conversation. Yeah, and that's the crazy. Thing. Hello to this. <laughs> that's team. what's great about this team. Though, exactly, you know? and that's what I was gonna say because like you can have a trio of, you literally have a trio of Rodman. Sophia Smith and Morgan up top, oh and God. then, but then who do you take out? Alyssa Thompson, who's also a baller, like right. Alyssa Thompson. All you need to tell me is high, straight out of high school to the pros, all in without even seeing highlights of how straight twitched of, up and creative yeah. she is. You know how good straight she is. Straight out of high school to the World Cup, exactly. And then you, got Lindsay, you have Lindsay Horan coming right behind her. Like how do you? And then you have Lynn Williams on the bench, who's also just an absolute beast in the NWSL. Like. How do you stop this team if you're if you're de uh, defending? Like you just can't. Like it's literally like pick your poison at that time. Yeah, and it's where the the rest of the world's closing the gap, but there is so much depth and talent, and like the the next gen is just coming in stronger and better than ever, and it's just going to be so exciting. I mean, we all mostly mentioned new players to mm -hmm. see these new ladies get their shine and get their time on the world stage because there's just so much talent there's so much speed and depth on this squad man it's exciting i mean it's what you get when you're a contender on the global stage like there's yep. no contender on the global stage that was like yeah they're pretty good <laughs> they're all super teams guys you don't accomplish sporting history without being a super team this feels like what england is supposed to be every year in the men's world cup right. it right. really does feel like that right. like 
Yeah, no, I mean, it truly is. Um, how about some of the other contenders? Yeah, yeah, you can start us off. You already mentioned the Australia game. They were out one of their superstars, still were able to pull off a big 1-0 win. Um, I think There's so many contenders. I think one thing that we don't realize a lot is you're playing in Australia. The yep. home team always has so much advantage. It's a huge advantage. And then when you have the probably the, the best player in the world right now behind you or a top three striker right in the up world. There. Like, right up there. Like, how do you not feel like they're going to push for, like, the whole thing? They're such a good team, and they're playing at home. In the environment they're playing, it's, they're used to the weather. They're used to the, all the time changes. Because you got to remember, all these people, all these teams are coming in from all over the world with different time changes. The weather's really hot. It's humid. No, it's it's winter. It's winter. It's exactly. Yeah. Either way. It's like, the opposite. It, but, it, I mean, winter in Australia, is it really winter? Yeah. Yeah. Really? It's, it's, I yeah, no, lot. it's like chilly. Yeah. You're probably going to see they a lot of jackets long and stuff. And yeah. Coats. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I thought it was opposite, but either no, way. No, it's, like, it's the opposite. It's the opposite yeah. right now. But, yeah. 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 but wait, to your point, there's a lot of countries that are coming from summer. very hot, yes. humid, it, it, and that's going to be a massive change. trained in that. Exactly. Yeah. Regardless, like, you have such a home advantage that I think Australia is going to be out there and just yes. win. Then you still got Brazil, who has playing their hearts out for Marta. Like, they're doing this because it's her last ride. Like, there's such a big thing. Like, Brazil completely changed... Their work hours, they changed their the country of Brazil. The country below changed their work hours so they could see this World Cup. That's so it's so insane. Sick. Like they're all in. Like, People who love ball, man. Exactly. Like you, you listen have, in Polis, and then you have England, who's the second. <laughs> England, who's the second high, the second biggest odds to win this whole thing. Yeah, England's coming in with a bunch of superstars. As well. Super team. Like again, Alex Greenwood, I think in that midfield will dominate. Like, and that's the one player I think everybody's going to be looking out for. But again, they're just full of superstars. Like, yep. and then Canada and CONCACAF, like, you can't, you can't discount uh, St. Clair. St. Clair's still everybody's, like, right. favorite player probably right. in CONCACAF. Like, one of the greatest strikers to ever walk the earth in the, with the women's team. Yeah, which is saying something. Like, looked, looked her age in that, with that penalty last night. Yeah, that she, was a bad penalty. It was, it was slow with... To the right. It was a nah. bad, bad penalty. penalty. Oh, and I mean, France and Spain have really raised their levels, man. Like, we, you haven't yeah. even mentioned a European team. Netherlands is going to be a tough matchup in the group, man. That's the thing. They're That's so, the finalists from last World Cup. That's the thing. Like, you don't even have to look in Europe like you usually do in, like, these tournaments. You can look around the world and you're like, holy, like, there's a bunch of good teams. Japan is still, like, fast. Oh, they're still agile in... No. The women's team, that's the one the when the women's World Cup, that's one thing you don't see a lot. Speed. You see in Japan dominates in that area. And that's something that Japan will almost always have over everybody. In the men's too. Yeah, like they're just what are quick, they doing? Agile. Holy we uh, I think we kind of undersold Kerr as a star playing at home for a contender. Yeah. I mean she was literally if you fire up FIFA twenty three, the last FIFA titled FIFA game ever. The home before you, you know, you press whatever button to start is her and Mbappe sitting next to each other. Like she is a super duper star. She plays at Barcelona. Yes. And just won the Women's Champions League. Yes. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. I just don't think we hammered home how big of a star she is. We've, we're so <laughs> focused on the U.S., which are also super duper stars. She is truly a world star. Exactly. Like that's something. Loaded Sam, field. Sam Kerr might be like they're like in the status of maybe like a Neymar, somebody that most everybody knows if you know soccer. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we haven't mentioned Germany. We haven't mentioned Sweden, who I think could be yep. a massive contender. Norway, even if they lost. Norway's always the competitor. Right. Like, right. Yeah. And I mean, Spain or Sweden would be the semifinalist that the U.S. would play. And like, you're going to have to play multiple of these to go all the way. Do you have a top threat for the U.S., uh, Dwayne, of all the teams we just mentioned, obviously? Uh I mean, I, I, I guess it's England. You know, you always want to see U.S. England. So that, that, that's that's kind of what, what I want to see. Um, the other, I, ironically, I haven't really been spending a lot of time with the, the powerhouses because we're used to them, just kind of like the U.S. Um, I think it's interesting that because it's expanded to 32, like there's eight teams that have never been to the Women's World Cup before. And I think awesome. that's, I'm, I'm excited for them. I you know, I'm not putting them any of them in the powerhouse mm -hmm. category. Uh, Zambia did pull off an upset over Germany in a friendly uh, recently, which I think is interesting. Yeah. So maybe if I had to pick one out of that new group, maybe it's them to kind of, you know, make some waves. But uh, I, I don't see them moving on. But I do think it's super exciting that eight more countries, as we talk about the growth of women's soccer across the world, Eight more countries are now on the biggest stage of women's soccer, and uh, I think that's awesome. So yeah. good Haiti's for them. I'm excited for this World Cup. Haiti, like, I mean, like, Haiti, that's like crazy. Not, that that country is in rough shape still from from all of the natural disasters a decade ago, and now they are they they've got a World Cup team. How exciting for for the tiny country of Haiti. You know, that's, yeah. that's amazing. Oh, it's huge. Um, I mean, the future for the women's game is just so bright and not just internationally. Locally, I want to get into some of that. I want to get into a record move done by the pits and a little more Women's World Cup with you all. It's summertime, though, and Shady Rays are treating us right, whether our guys are traveling in Las Vegas or I'm up in the mountains for Zach Stevens' wedding. You are looking sharp, and you have polarized world-class lenses from Shady Rays that keep your eyes protected. Check out all their awesome styles. I cannot say enough about their designer quality glasses and styles. I love them. Everything is at such a great price because uh, they're, they're all about the user. They're not about trying to gauge you with some crazy name brand. They're about giving you a quality product at a quality price um and it's really awesome to see use that code dnvr for them to get 50 percent off um a polarized two polarized pairs today that's 50 percent off they're already awesome prices check out all their great styles you will love these i have like five pairs already they're tough i can't get enough yes <laughs> they tough. are tough i put them through the colorado test last week whitewater rafting Sliding down the sand dunes, um, hiking, yeah, uh, Mesa Verde, also, you know, just up into the wilderness, never let up. Like, let's go, no, just great. And I'm not a sunglasses guy, I used to not be a sunglasses guy. Now that now, we've got shady rays, like, I, I'm a sunglasses guy. How like, many rapids do they get? Oh, five out of five. Let's go. Are you kidding me? Oh. Five 
That's a huge rating. Um, and better yet, they're such great quality, and they have great customer care. You lose them, you damage them. Just contact them. They'll take care of you and get you uh, another pair of shades. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code DMVR for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try it for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over a quarter million people. Check them out today. Yaya? Yes. When you're on a road trip, when you're traveling around... (laughs) And you stop at a Circle K on the way. There's one on Wadsworth now. That's really convenient. convenient. Liquid boys would know. (laughs) Liquid boys do know. What do you stop at Circle K and get as a snack on a roadie? I'm a huge cookie guy. So, like, like Larry's Cookie, Larry and Larry's Cookie, I'm big, uh, whatever pastries they have, because their pastries are dope. And I'll probably get like a big gulp or whatever they're called in there, mm, and then like they're mm. that polar pops, like polar pops. Yeah, like I, I usually just get like the basics, like some chips, you know. What's your chip go to? A sweet Dorito. king Dorito. You know what? If I'm not driving, maybe I pull up like a if I can find a Breckenridge beer in there, like maybe I get one of those. Oh, like, interesting! Wow, all out, all out circle K run. I'm a big uh, Harbro gummies guy. Interesting. Get me gummed up, you know. It'll keep the mouth active on the road. Sure, keep sure. Me I busy. do. Seeds. I'm a seeds. Get me a bag of seeds. Oh. Get me a bag of sour cream and onion chips. Dang. Get me a polar pop to the brim with some DC. Whoa, Dwayne, what are you going with? It's it's polar pop all the day. All, all day. Here's the thing. Like you can buy a bottled drink, you know. Yep. Yep. Uh, out of the, out of the cooler, but that thing's only cold for like. 10, 15 minutes, and then it's like, I don't want it anymore. When you can put ice in there and, like, truly get that polar frostiness. DC. Last you for a long time on the road. Real DC heads, no. Yeah. Uh, check out Circle K. Get your go-to snack on a roadie, man. It's uh, It's the place to go. If you're on a roadie in Phoenix... Or going through the Phoenix area yeah. and stop at Circle K. Yeah. You know the little TV? Yeah. You know who you're going to see? They have their the people. The PHNX on homies. They have their people. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. And the gas pumps. On gas station TV. It's, uh, it's <laughs> pretty We really incredible. made it, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. We really made it indeed. And in part, it's because <laughs> Messi has come stateside. Bam, 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 bam. Champion Messi. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the true. That's true. Uh, Bet365 has boost for him. He's Ooh. getting leagues cupped, which we just explained to you on another one of our reads. Hopefully, <laughs> it is insane. You didn't his... skip forward on that. No, we're not Bet365 in. Uh, it tiff, is insane to me that Messi's figure, first like game it. is not even against an MLS team, it's against a it's Mexican Cruz Azul. <laughs> You almost wonder if they set that up too. <laughs> that way. He could have come in Shout a month out. ago and played the last two games of MLS. <laughs> Shout out to Emilio and OG, our Cruises will homies. It's not just Messi. They're putting together the entire like 2010s <laughs> historic Barca team. It's you have 2015 Busquets. more. You have Jordi Alba. Yeah. Uh, Luis Suarez, Suarez is already in. Yeah, uh, Iniesta, Iniesta <laughs> retire out of out of the. He, he's that, one step into being a Florida geriatric retired 
He's like right there. <laughs> the thing is, they, I, that rumor seems to be fake. They asked away. And yes, is going to be wearing one of those, those yeah, sun, like, not sun hats, but like the Cuban look. style little mini sun hat, <laughs> yes, playing bocce ball. Like, like he's right there. I see him more of maybe he wants to be an assistant. Like he can come and help out and be an assistant. Like I think yeah, that yeah, could yeah. all that. But Drew Moore style. At exactly. a certain point, it becomes too much. But yeah, just can't so. be Barca. <laughs> Plenty of excitement for Messi to be in the MLS. I think it's really cool for you guys. It's really cool for the league. Of course. Is it the right step for the league to go all in on like three vets that you're paying a ton of money and certainly have are not their their best soccers behind them? You know, I'm going to say no, it's not the best unless that wealth is spread around putting all these old guys in one team, I think just creates a weird dynamic. I, I'm a Barca guy. That's my favorite team. That's yeah. the team I grew up watching. Yep. I don't, and I should be in way more in on this Inter Miami team as like a Barca head. But I'm actually more out because I feel like it feels like a cash grab. Messi, I get legend, still okay. Sergio, okay, bring him in one or two years. But when you start bringing Jordi Alba, when you start bringing Luis Suarez, it does feel a little bit like a cash grab, and I'm not in for that. It is a cash grab because here's the little thing: those guys. There are higher quality players than those guys in the MLS that they will face week in and week out. Yep. Busquets has had a great career. He's going to get worked by Roman. Alba has had a great career, right? Suarez. But look, the MLS is not the pushover league that the, the average American sports fan thinks it is. There are high quality defenders. There are high quality midfielders. There are high or quality, maybe the European soccer fan thinks yeah. it is. Look, you know. And so Messi coming here, no doubt, knockout. Absolutely raising the profile of a league that deserves it. Now, they're going to run into the questions of relegation and blah, blah, blah. And why is this league so different than other leagues? That's fine. You have eyes now. I mean, how many people are going to buy an Apple Plus pass just to watch Messi? Right? We're talking South America, Europe. Like, this guy is a global superstar. And people are going to be watching MLS games now because he's here. Is that your perspective, Dwayne? Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm thinking more of like the original question with all of these players come in and yeah, it's marketing, right? And, yes. and it's good yeah. for the league. It's a total marketing move. And, and what I was telling Yaya the other day is it reminds me of like when you have your favorite sports video game and they either have downloadable content or the next version comes out and you, they have like the legends. Uh-huh where you can add in all of the old players that you love <laughs> yeah. and you're so pumped because you're like, oh man, I can, I can put in 2010 Barca, you know, and, and make that into an um, MLS team. And that's basically what they're doing. And everyone loves that, you know? And so it's, um, I think it's a great marketing move. Um, we'll see how it turns out. I, I love the fact that these guys are coming in as legends. I, I love the fact that all-star performance aside, MLS has quality players that can go up against yeah. them, you know? Yeah. And, and I mean, Messi is a different level because he yes. just won the World Cup. Like, yeah, for sure. Messi's going to dominate. And the, this is the thing. Messi's going to dominate because that's Messi. That he, would be huge. He just I mean, dominated. Messi dominating is a he, big part of Exactly. This. He just dominated the World Cup and he just dominated the French League. And he was a great mm. factor in... And he was a factor in champions. Like, you can't... Again, he was great. Like, you cannot deny that. And that's still messy. Just like Cristiano was able to be a factor and go to Saudi Arabia and be really good. It's going to... It's the same thing. Messi's going to be a great player in the MLS. No doubt. Uh, Sergio Busquets is the one where I'm like... He has that Jokic thing. 
where you just don't see him, but he's really, really good. And he just does the right thing. His game has never been about athleticism. His game ages really well because it's always been about grab the ball, a touch or two, get rid of the ball, find the right pass. So yeah. he might be a player that just kind of sets up Messi to be perfect. Jordi Alba and Lee Suarez are the ones that I think are going to get exposed the most in this league. Look, two seasons ago, six goals, 14 assists, right? That was two years ago. That's with Neymar. That's with Mbappe. That's with all these stars that PSG can grab and know that they're going to be the best team in their league. Not great. Last season, 16 and 16, obviously better, but you're expecting way better numbers in what is known as the Farmers League in Europe than he was able to put up. If that decline on a club level, week to week, against teams that know what you're doing and, and understand that your scouting report as a club, I yes, he's going to come in and be great. He is messy, but I don't think he's going to be 2016 Barcelona Messi. He is much closer to 2021 PSG Messi, which is not as dominant week in, week out as you have Messi in your head. But the thing is, Messi was also like, see. you can look at Messi and PSG and see like, was he second fiddle? Was he third fiddle? Was he just a creator? Was he just trying to set up? Because if you see Messi playing PSG, he dominated that midfield. But his goal was always to get the ball out to well, the yeah, wings. He had 32 wings. goal contributions. Exactly. He was good. But this is what I'm saying. Like his, In Barcelona, he was the main guy. You drive, you push, you score. That's what you wanted from Messi in Barcelona. As somebody that I watched it day in, day in. He was that motor. But in PSG, he was the guy that you're basically just going to be the distributor. Send it out to the wings. And then from the wings, they're going to send it out back into the mid. So Mbappe or Neymar can get it. Sure. So it's a different style of play. And right. I think in Inter, he's going to have that style of play more where he's like, you're the driving force. You're the 10. If you want to take it all the way and score, go ahead. If you want to make the perfect pass, go ahead. You're going to have a lot more freedom because you are the center point of that. Yeah. That's why I think Messi will be a, a dominator here more than, and especially in the MLS, that hockey passes are a thing. Sure. Hockey assists are actually right, counted. Right. I think if that was counted in PSG, he'd have about 50 goal contributions. Sure. I just think, you know, I just think when you say he's going to come in and dominate, that's what we were saying two years ago when he left La Liga to go to a lesser league to play with some stars. And that was, again, a marketing. I mean, that was a marketing move as much as anything. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And like Barcelona money troubles and stuff. But like we expected him to put up the craziest numbers we had seen from him because he was going to a lesser league. And we did not see that. We did not see the best version of Messi that we have seen. So quick question. You see Zlatan? Zlatan came in and dominated. Yes, he did. Zlatan mm. lower than Messi, right? Oh, of course. League level was also lower at that point. Yep. Now, Messi coming in higher than Zlatan, league level the same. I say the difference of talent that Messi sure. has to what the league is is the same as Zlatan had. And I think that's why I think he'll come and dominate. I just think dominate relative to what American fans know of Messi is different than what is actually going to happen when he dominates. I see more of a 16 and 15 season for Messi than I see a 30 and 10 season. Oh, yeah, for 30 and 10 to me. Right? Is not He's something. not scoring yeah. 25, I mean, 30 goals yeah. in the MLS. With it's not, different teammates, it's, not it's that, hard to achieve the that. The quality anyways. is not that low in the MLS. No, it's yeah, not. no, it's, it's going to be a good showcase. You yeah. need him to put up highlights for the marketing ploy I, to actually work, right? Yeah. Um, that's that's where, like, we got a question. Is it good for him, for the league, if he dominates? It's good for the yes. marketing strategy if you have a lot of highlights of Messi that you can put out there. 
I don't think it's going to be that easy for them to win with this team structure. Yeah, they also stink. Yeah, I, but that's the other I mean, thing about Miami is they suck. That's why I would have like dominated because he's going to have to. If he wants to. Oh, win. he has to. And I mean, we've seen it in Toronto not quite work out. You know, the like just going with like vets from top Euro leagues. They went Canada, Italia on that, like, and it just yep. didn't work. It like, didn't. Messi work, is the best version of this. I'm not trying to say Messi's going to be bad. I'm just trying to like set expectations of you're not getting. A global level balance, like you're not getting the numbers you think you're getting when we say he's going to dominate. Yeah, but I, numbers aside, <laughs> I think it'll well, look. Dwayne's been giggling over here for. I'm a just, I'm just laughing at the downer of this. Is you might get like a 16 and 15. <laughs> oh my god! Like well, I mean, the yeah, Rapids, I, I on the Rapids, like I would be the happiest. I think guy it'll look dominant yeah, too. Like, you know, like thirty ten is everything. You know, this this whole thing is a a <laughs> lesson in American soccer for a lot of people, including American soccer fans that wake up on Saturdays to watch the Premier League or wake up and watch La Liga or Bundesliga that don't always have eyes on the MLS that don't know anything about MLS, right? That have this low, low, low opinion of the quality of the league. Right, and I said, "Oh, Messi's coming. He's gonna kill everybody." He's like, "Yeah, he will probably more have like twenty-five goal contributions than forty, or like whatever you have in your head as a casual fan of of a fan of Messi, but not knowing the MLS." That's all I'm trying to get. I at think with that. Kevin makes a good good point in the chat. He's saying there's a common theme with big name players that come over, like Lampard, um, Pirlo, Pirlo, you yeah. know, Pirlo Rooney, Rooney, that. They get here and they're blown away by how good the MLS players are, you know, because there there are some great players in the MLS, <laughs> and maybe we see some of that as well, um, you know. And, and I I think that is like indirect marketing, right? Like, what if Messi comes over, um, he has some games against some real stalwart defense or something, and he speaks to that in a presser you know, after a game and speaks to like how tough the competition is at the world level of the MLS trying to gain a little bit of notoriety. That is like one of the best possible indirect scenarios for us, which Absolutely. could be great. I agree. I want to talk some PIDs in just a second and maybe some Women's World Cup picks to finish it all off. We've barely gotten through the stuff I wanted to talk about <laughs> in the two segments. Uh, so we've had a lot to talk about. Go to Bet365. Download the app. Use that code DMVR365 at sign up. Deposit. All you have to do is deposit $10. All you have to do after that is place one $1 bet. Once that $1 bet hits, place it on the U.S. Women's tonight. Win, lose, or tie. $200 bonus bets instantly in your account for you to play with however you want. You want to make 100 or 200 $1 bets. You want to make $100 bet and then the other smaller bets. Do whatever you want. Bet365 doesn't care. They're going to give you boost. The app is awesome. Customer service, dope. They've been doing this for a really long time. They know what users want. Their app is great. It has so many different leagues and bets you can make. Track all your bets at Bet365 with their awesome app. Use that code DMVR365 and get yourself some bonus bets to play with this World Cup on some PIDs. 
whatever. Broncos, futures, whatever your poison is, must be 21 plus and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. And of course, shout out to Breckenridge Brewery, Mountain Beach Sour. You're a sour guy, Mitch. Is that right? No, who's my sour guy? That's I used to Schwan be. Man. Schwan yeah. Man is I my love sour him. guy. Until I quit drinking. Until you quit drinking. Breckenridge Brewery here. They have been longtime homies of DMVR, always taking care of us. Check out the farmhouse. Find a sour near you using the old Breck Brew Beer Locator. And tell them we sent you. Also, Justin, tell me they've got slushies over there at the farmhouse. Oh. I got to go there and check that out soon enough. Get slushed with the slushie. Damn straight. It's slushy season. Um, <laughs> Pid's making a big move. Rapids, Colorado Rapids, your very own, making a signing from Brazil. Oh. Why is this a move that actually matters and one that we should actually be excited about? Yeah, yeah. They're spending money. That's think, a great sign. I think the price tag is the biggest thing. Biggest complaint that you get from all Rapids fans and everybody out there is that the team is not being invested in. And a price tag of four five four point five million, five million in total with loan fee. Even if it's just a loan, it gives you some hope. Not I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but it gives you some hope that the team is willing to start doing things yep. and investing some team into uh, some money into the team. Also, it's just a nine. It's a striker worth a lot of money, and he's Brazilian. For the most part, <laughs> those three sentences, those three words he's together, Brazilian, just get you excited all the way. And that's something that most people don't realize. Like. Where you come from really gets you hyped. If you give me an Italian midfielder, I'm all in. Give me a Brazilian striker, I'm all in. Give me a German defender, I'm all in. Creativity, one-on-one ability. He's got it. Physical. He's big. He's, you know, he, he First does. touch. When you watch him, it's like, what if Diego Rubio was Brazilian? It's almost like your first impression if you're a Rapids fan, right? Like, he's big. He knows how to use his body to get around. He uses his first touch to put the ball in positions where he can use his physicality to get to it and create a run, right? So it's, it's a creativity um, combined with his physicality, right? And there's most of his film comes from when he was in Serie B down there at Botafogo, um, where he, they won Serie B to gain promotion. He had uh, 30-something goal contributions, I want to say, like oh, 31 crazy. goal contributions or something like that. Uh, he had a great season. Um, and then he goes to Palmeiras, which is like probably the best club in the Americas, right? Like, or close to it, like one of oh. the true legendary clubs. Yep. And he, uh, is behind Endrick, who is the 16 year old who just got sold to Real Madrid, right? For what? 65 million yeah. or something oh, like that. Like something crazy. Next, like dude, he's yeah. the next guy. Right. So, so you don't have the production at Palmeiras that you think, but scouts still love the guy, right? This is a guy that MLS teams have been. Uh, looking into i'm sure all the lower level you know i'm sure belgian teams were looking at him dutch teams like you know these these clubs in europe that you know hope to i mean it's all about sell-on with this guy right like you're hoping for sell-on value you're not you're not looking at this guy to come in and retire a rapid right he's 23 you're not looking at him to be 36 and still playing you're looking at him to come in for two years three years pay that four and a half million dollar buy option at the end of the loan because he's been so productive and sell him to Europe for 10 plus. Like, that is the goal 100%. Just nice seeing him make moves, Hudwin. Huh, so nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> not not just moves, but moves for a striker. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think good point. I think the Rapids have, have done a pretty good job in other positions. Gutman being the other one that just came in. Um, I'm real high on him. Um, you know, some of the other moves, Maxu, uh, Ronan coming in. But this one especially is exciting because he is a goal scorer. We struggle. This is no surprise to anyone. We struggle putting the ball into the net. <laughs> if we can get a guy who can put the ball in the net, Paul. the Colorado Rapids are a completely different team. They're a different experience. As a fan, um, They, it, it, it's, it is a totally different club. If once we get somebody who can put the ball in the net and and, and hopefully this is the guy and, and we are on the precipice of finally having that goal scorer that we've been pining oh, for yeah. for years absolutely and, and asking for this winter or summer window to open and please bring in this striker and now we have it basically this side of connor casey yes Everything you said is truly music to my ears. Boys, thank you so much. Come to the DMVR bar. Join us for these Women's World Cup watch parties. Vietnam tonight. Netherlands soon enough. That's going to be a huge game. Rapids in the house. Rapids players in the house. We have a bunch of fun stuff planned. Enjoy it. We will be back with TDSP next week. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great weekend.